G'day mate, could I please grab one of those fresh juices thanks? Of course sir, we've got mango, mixed berry, banana, blueberry juice. Blueberry juice. Blueberry juice. Blue juice. Sh I'm gonna get out of here. Hey, what? Where are you going? I've got a podcast to record. Podcast? What the bloody hell is a podcast? You've tuned into Underground Aussies, the show that brings amazing, creative, and talented Australians to the surface. Welcome to another episode of Underground Aussies. I'm your host, Anthony Badalato. This episode, it brings me great pleasure to interview such an immensely creative human being. You know him as the lead singer of a little band called Blue Juice, or one of the lead singers. This is Stavros Yanukas. Okay, that's pretty good pronunciation, man. Yeah? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my inner BHG coming out. <laughs> yeah, Big no, hairy Greek. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Stav, you guys have been traveling around the world with your music, like US, UK, Australia tours. Uh, you've been nominated for six arias, got the most played song in history, in Triple J history. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's been a, a few things we've, I guess, achieved in the last what is it, like thirteen, fourteen years? Yeah, you know, it's over a decade of touring and playing. Um, yeah, so you know, it's it's been an illustrious career. <laughs> no, well, I agree. But um, where are you guys going to be heading in the future? Do you have any ideas or? Yeah, so uh, for this year, we'll be recording probably a couple of singles. Sweet. And then maybe putting out a uh, like a, a retrospective record. Um, so that's kind of the plans for this year. Probably do a big tour and hopefully a bit of festival touring later in the year coming into summer. Underground Aussies, the show that brings amazing, creative and talented Australians to the surface. Speaking of festivals and live performance, things like that, how important do you think stage presence is to uh, a band these days? Um, well, I think um, obviously a studio recordings are super important because that's what anyone around the world has access to. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll be the thing that, that lasts, I guess, over time. Um, but the I think the live show can cement you as a, like, as a festival favourite. Um, and and live shows, you know, it's the only thing that can't be copied. You know, like you can make a great studio recording and it can be ripped and stolen by yeah. everyone all across the world, but no one can replicate your live show. So making it unique, making it interesting, making it energetic, making it fun, whatever whatever it is you do, um, and, you know, doing that exceptionally uh, is probably important to your career. Yeah, I agree. I mean... The last show I went to go see was uh, at the Metro and we had Jake uh, climbing over on uh, on lighting rigs and things like that and you guys throwing water at everyone. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an exceptional that. climbing orangutan. <laughs> He's like a little jungle monkey. Yes. Crawling around up there. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying the show? Hit us up on the social medias or check out our website today at undergroundaussies.com. 
It's interesting you said the whole studio recording is obviously important now with music being so accessible around the world to like you're looking at things like iTunes and uh, Spotify and mm-hmm. your music's obviously accessible. Would you say you prefer the studio recording or more of a live type of guy? Uh, me personally, I enjoy the live shows more because um, I feel I can probably do that better um, in terms of uh, singing. I mean, studio is always an interesting challenge. Um, and it's always a little fraught with, you know, um, like just issues, you know, like your studios, you just go mad in them eventually. If you have long enough in there, um, there'll definitely be a bit of fighting or disagreement over, um, parts or, um, you know, it's just hard to get it right. Whereas a live show comes and it goes and it's done. And, um, you know, you do your best in that moment and, yeah. you know, hopefully people forget your mistakes. <laughs> so, of what mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are some mistakes. <laughs> in terms of fighting over tracks and things like that in the studio, are we talking all in brawls? Or? Uh, no, nothing like that. Um, but, yeah, like definitely feisty disagreements sometimes. But, um, you know, I guess the... It's the, all part of it, I see. Yeah, the aim is to, to get it right. Um I guess, you know, coming to an agreement on what getting it right is, is can sometimes be hard. But um yeah. I guess coming back to your original question, I think to me live shows they're they're just a bit more fun, whereas studios are a bit more of a science and how can we construct this song to be, you know, the sheeniest, poppiest little ditty for, you know, radio and YouTube and people's short, short attention spans. <laughs> No, of course. And I mean, YouTube and the social medias these days is such an important part of everything. Would you say, I mean, I've seen a couple of your film clips. Mm-hmm. Would you say having an interesting, fun film clip with a lot going on kind of is where you guys head when it comes to these sort of things? I mean, you generally have your comedic sort of side. Yeah. Do you think that's really important for a poppy sort of band like yourselves? Well, I don't, I don't think necessarily like... A, comedy necessarily is important in clips or um a lot going on is it's just important to have a a strong and solid idea behind what you're doing um uh, you know i think ideally you don't want to be generic um you know uh but even if you are you know doing a spin on a, a an an idea that already exists you know doing it originally um is important and and having an idea that you know ideally you can wrap up in in a single sentence you know that can be easily explained to someone you know broken leg for example i think was a successful clip um obviously partly because the song was hooky and it was doing well on radio and all that um but the other side of that was you could simply sum up the clip you know like have you seen that skipping video yeah you know that's easy to get word of mouth going of course um, whether yeah. that's you know person to person or on social media um so i guess that that to me is kind of critical when we're thinking about film clip ideas is you know is it an exceptional idea that doesn't make sense in one sentence you know does it have that hook are you a young budding creative that wants to inspire others why not contact underground aussies today and get your voice heard 
one more thing just before you go. Would you be able to give a couple of pointers out there? I mean, this show is mainly uh, about promoting young Australians and uh, promoting their music, promoting their creative minds uh, to yep. do something about their dreams and try and make a career out of it. For those young Australians, could you give any pointers or tips for someone out there like that? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess for yeah, bands or artists starting out, uh, I would say work hard, work consistently. Um, you know, it's kind of a, you know, you should consider your career as a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, having a consistent work ethic and ability to work, you know, hard over a long period of time is important. Um, and surrounding yourself with good people. So slowly over time, you start to build a team, whether that's your, you know, drummer in your band or, you know, as close as that to your manager to someone in your label whoever as you kind of as it grows and grows and you have more people surrounding you you know try and choose those people carefully and and um and and then one of the main things with choosing those people aside from obviously their credentials and then actually being able to of course you know commit to whatever promises they're making to you is that they're into what you do um i think it's super super important that um you know, because obviously any manager or any booking agent or anyone that's involved with your band, they're not going to just be working with you. They're going to be working with a number of artists. So your only way to stay on top of that list of priorities is for them to be into and excited what, you know, they're excited about what you're doing. Yeah. So um, if they're not excited about it right from the beginning... I wouldn't expect them to be excited about it, you know, two, three, five years down the track. Of course, so, yeah, the passion's just not there. Yeah, so that's, to me, that's kind of critical in terms of who you're choosing to be in your team. Um, so, yeah, work hard, surround yourself with good people that are into what you do. That's and my advice. Buy a Blue Juice record. <laughs> <laughs> that's my other advice. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> No, nah, sweet. Well, guys, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for. Stav, thank you so much for your time. It's all the best in your creative future, man. To all the listeners out there, don't forget to tune in next time on Underground Aussies. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to Underground Aussies, the show that brings amazing, creative and talented Australians to the surface.